Haas Outdoors. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. Whoa. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing. Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hello, Montana. This is Charles Haas with Haas Outdoors, bringing you the sweet, wonderful news of the outdoors. During my first trip to Montana, I was out horse riding and ran into a game warden I knew. We got talking about elk hunting, and he said, Do you have any elk back where you're from? I said, Yeah, one time we did. He said, What do you mean at one time? I said, Well, my ancestors kind of wiped them out. With a surprised look on his face, he's trying to keep from laughing, looked at me and said, Oh, I know how it is now. Your people wiped out your elk, now you come to have working on ours. He kidded me for a long time about that. You know, the game wardens here in Montana is a lot different from the game wardens I'm from. Now, back in West Virginia, they'll come up to you and say, Sir, can I see your fishing license or your hunting license, whatever they want to see? They'll just check it and just say, Have a nice day and just walk away. The ones here in Montana like to have a conversation with you after they check your license. Now, last year was the very first time I ever seen a female game warden. We talked for about 30 minutes. I hated to see her leave, and I enjoyed her company so much. There was one incident happened to me back home. I was catfishing with some friends, and uh, a game warden boat came over. They came to check our license. As they was pulling in, they got tangled up in my fishing line, and I started reeling them in like, you know, just being a goofball. So I was sitting there hanging on the boat with one hand and a fishing rod in the other hand, trying to hold the boat steady enough so they can get out. One of the game worked at me and said, Are you catching anything? I said, Yeah, I just caught me the biggest thing ever. Well, they started untangling my landing, laughing about it, and I looked at one of the game where I said, Since this is a non catch and release uh, water, can, can I take home what I caught? Since there's no size limit and no, no uh, limit on this, can I, can I take what I catch home? And the other game warden started laughing real hard. He said, You got us on that one. I said, Oh, okay. Now, all my years fishing back home, that was probably. The third time I ever had a conversation with him. The others I have talked to knew my father back when he was a photojournalist at the newspaper. You know, growing up at first I wanted to be a game warden. And after I got in high school, I realized it's a lot easier to get in the family business of journalism. So I ended up taking the journalism trade. You know, one of the things in the outdoors that really gets me mad is the poachers. Some of them go out at nighttime and use spotlights and just shoot elk and deer, whatever comes in front of them. And just let them lay there. Once in a while, they'd probably take the antlers, but if it's like this time of year with no antlers, they'd probably just shoot them just for fun. Now, some of you may agree with this. Poaching kind of reminds you of stealing. They're actually stealing animals from us. Even when people go fishing and it take more than a limit, that's something like poaching also. Now, let's work together and help the game warden to solve the poacher problem. Here's a number you can call. 1-800-TIP-M-O-N-T. For more information on poaching, go to fwp.mt.gov. They had some really good information on there, too. Now, back in West Virginia, we had a problem. People driving down the road with 22 Magnums and a spotlight, they're shooting bucks before the season even opens. They wouldn't take the antlers or meat or anything. they just shoot them and leave them. That would be extremely terrible if it happened here. We'll be right back after this wonderful message. Yay! 
Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Halls Outdoors. I am the famous Charles Halls. I know, I know, some of you people think I'm full of it. I really am. Between all this rain we're having and the winter runoffs, water in the river is getting pretty high. I've noticed the lake here in Hollerton getting kind of high. The trees are even sticking out of the water, which is located on the banks. I like to listen to me a favor. Send me an email and let me know what the river conditions are in your area. And if you want, you can send in pictures. I will give you an email address at the end of the show. But right now, it's time for some wonderful news. I don't know if it's wonderful or not, just general news. Mid Canyon fishing access on the Missouri River, about halfway between Helena and Great Falls, have been closed due to high water. The closure of the FAS just downstream from the mouth of the Deadburn River, which promoted by the Missouri River, flooding the campground area and Latrine. Well, that's one way to clean Latrine out. The Mid Canyon FAS will remain closed until the Missouri River recedes and the area cleaned up. The Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks had began development of a new fishing access on the Beaverhead River to Juttonant to the Silway Bridge. Work at the site anticipated to be completed by June 1, 2018. The Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission recently approved the request obtained to use recreational use permit from the Montana Department of Transportation to develop the site which has been used by public for years to access the river without formal roads or true boat ramp. The project is collaborative effort of the Beaverhead Trail Coalition and the FWP with work in including regrading Pioneer Loop Road, creating a formal parking space, and reclaiming other pioneer areas in the site. The BTC is funding the development of most of the site. The FWP will be responsible gravel boat ramp construction. Also, the BTC will handle day-to-day maintenance on the site with FWP assistance as needed. If you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news or have a really funny hunting and fishing store like to share, please email me at hawsoutdoors at treasurestateradio.com. That's all the time we have, folks. Thank you for listening in. This is Charles Hawes with Hawes Outdoors. Stay safe and stay dry. The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him. You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council.